Hey guys, this is Nikki Marina, comedy content creator, recording artist, and actor, and you are listening to Nick Talks. Hey guys, it's another episode of Nick Talks, and of course every time I start talking my dog just runs in full fucking force. Oh my god. I'm definitely going to do a rant about this later on when I actually have makeup on and I'm camera ready, but um, so there's been this, like, there's been a big trend of like, you know, self-care, self-love, all of this shit. A lot of it is, these are things that I've been talking about like this entire time on this podcast, right? Um, cutting toxic people out of your, out your life and everything, anything that doesn't serve you, get rid of it. Like if it's harmful, you harmful to you, get rid of it. And you guys know, I of all people, like I am so fucking down for that idea, more than you know. Like I said in my last episode, I've cut my own daddy out of my life. I don't give a fuck because he was harmful and toxic as shit. Um. But there is also a flip side, I feel, to this little trend. Um, <clears throat> it kind of goes hand in hand in like with the mental health awareness movement, uh, with more and more people becoming aware, like with, with, with us breaking down the stigma of mental health and getting help and being diagnosed um, with that, which is a good thing. Um, a lot of people have used it or do use their mental health ailments as excuses to be shitty to other people. Um, there is no, there's no search to be better. There's no search to, um, you know, to improve themselves, to heal. Um, instead of healing, it kind of just becomes this quirky little thing that people, you know, use to excuse their shitty behavior. And they're like, well, that's just how I am. I have bipolar disorder. I'm just, that's just how I am. I have complex PTSD. And that's not how the fuck that works. Um, I will definitely do another episode about this um, it, pertaining to mental health awareness for sure. <clears throat> but I want to talk about the term toxic <laughs> because I think it's a term that gets thrown around a lot. Uh, and it's one of those words that's been thrown around so much, kind of like cancel culture. It is like it's one of those terms that have been thrown around so much that I think people really forget kind of what it really means. Cause like when you think about the like the definition of the word toxic, it means literally like poisonous, like something that really like deteriorates you, that hurts you, that harms you, that harms you, that disturbs your like it just like it's destructive to you, basically. When you think of something as toxic, if something is toxic, it's like if you ingest it, you let it near you, you let it on your skin, you eat it, you drink it, like it could kill you. It causes an infection. It will land you in the hospital. Like there's that. Um, and it doesn't taste good um, going down, of course. But you know what else doesn't taste good going down? Medicine. Medicine doesn't taste good going down. Um, but when you need it, uh, it's super fucking helpful and very, very good for you. Uh, and I think people, I think a lot of people, especially, you know, my generation and younger, have all of a sudden equated the word toxic with being something that makes me uncomfortable or something or somebody saying something that I don't want to hear. Um, because the truth is, uh, true friends in your life, 
um, they don't just make you feel good all the time. Like you should feel at peace with your friends. You should feel at peace with the people in your circle. You absolutely fucking should. Like they sh- like yes, that is how it should work. But also true friends also tell you when you're fucking up. True friends actually will also have, you know, an intervention with you if you so need it. If you are destroying yourself, if you're acting out in a way that is harmful, like maybe you are being the toxic one. And they come to you and they're like, hey, you're fucking up. This is not right. And maybe they're angry. Maybe they're yelling at you even. Maybe they're screaming at you. Um, And you can be very tempted to call this toxic. Um, but at least to me, I feel like you have to look at the, look at the intent behind what they're doing or what they're saying. Is it selfish? Is it self-serving to them? Are they telling you something so that they can benefit from it only? Is it, you know, are they, are they trying to hurt you? Are, you know, are, are they, are they, are they really, are they trying to harm you and to bring you down? Are they being extremely careless about you and your self-esteem and your triggers, whatever, and, you know, and and just your self-worth? Are they being careless about that? Or are they trying to help you? And sometimes when somebody loves you, you, they're going to get fucking angry at you. Like, it's not all butterflies and roses and shit. Um, like, do, are they saying what, basically, are they saying what they're saying because they, overall, because they care about you? It, you can't just write off every friend's criticism of you and call it toxic just because it's something that you don't want to hear. <clears throat> because the reality is, for everyone that's listening to this, no matter how fucking old you are, you have not reached your final form yet, bitch. We are all evolving. You are not the best person that you could possibly be yet. You're not. Like, we're supposed to keep on evolving. We're supposed to keep on improving. We're supposed to keep on getting better. And, uh, and you can't do that alone, by the way. Um, trust me, my stupid father, who has isolated himself from anyone who ever maybe loved him, um, is pretty stagnant and is probably permanently an asshole until he decides to seek therapy or help or whatever, but you can't do it alone. Uh, you, you cannot grow and improve without the perspective of other people, whether it's your therapist or whether it's your family or friends, family, or friend, family and friends that are good for you. And so beware of, you know, kind of being fucking bratty. And when somebody tells you something that may be a hard pill to swallow, but it's a pill that you need to fucking take, because you've got some shit going on internally that just ain't right. Be careful of just writing those people off as toxic because you don't want to swallow that pill because, because it makes you uncomfortable to hear, you know? Because, because you very well could be the toxic one. We all have toxic traits. We've all been toxic at a certain point. That's another hard pill to swallow. Um, nobody is perfect and you know and I think that a lot of the people that use the terminology toxic people cut these toxic people out some of us might fall into the trap of thinking that because we recognize toxicity that we can't possibly be toxic but that's not fucking true because we're all humans and we're all 
capable of being toxic sometimes or just having toxic traits, not necessarily being a full-on toxic person, but having toxic traits. And your true friends will, true friends will want to alert you to that. And it may not be with a gentle touch. Sometimes it will be really fucking stern. Sometimes they'll be cursing at you. Sometimes they will just be so fucking fed up with you. Sometimes they'll be fucking mad and talking to you. And you know what? That's okay. Um, because whatever you've, you know, maybe whatever you've done, it does warrant that kind of, um, that kind of response or that kind of reaction from them because maybe something that you've done has hurt them. And so who the fuck are you to diminish their emotions? You know, who the fuck are you to, to diminish their frustration with you the same way that you don't want anybody to diminish your own emotions? See, it all, honestly, it comes down to realizing that you're not the center of anybody's fucking universe. You're not the center of the universe. And you need to be careful. You really, really need to be careful about writing off actual constructive criticism as toxicity just because it's something that you don't want to hear. Toxic waste is disgusting and nasty and it hurts going down, but you know what else does? Medicine. Sometimes that medicine is yucky. Sometimes you got to take that fucking Robitussin. <laughs> you got to take that fucking Robitussin, even though it might taste like goddamn, you know, food poisoning. But you know the difference between Robitussin and something that's been poisoned. You know it. Um, even though they both taste disgusting, you know the difference between cough medicine and poison, I believe. I'm sure. You know the difference between Robitussin and spoiled milk, yes? Like, they both taste aw awful to me, at least. They both taste awful, but you know that one of them you need to stay away from, throw it out as soon as you see that it's going bad, and then another one you know that you need to just suck it the fuck up, be a big person, and chug it down because it's going to make you better. So, yeah. That's been a long time coming. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Nick Talks. Uh, I'm going to do a rant about this later. I definitely will. So um, make sure that you follow me on all my other social media, Instagram, YouTube, um, uh, Twitter, and TikTok, at Nikki Marina, N-I-C-Q-U-E. Um, damn, I really need to put, start putting some of these rants on Instagram as well. Um, it takes a while, and it takes a lot of... Uh, <laughs> It takes a lot of camera memory, but I think I can do it. So anyway, I'll see you at the next episode. Bye. Hey guys, this is Nikki Marina. Thank you so much for listening to Nick Talks. If you like these free episodes, please go and become a Vibranium level patron on Patreon so that you can have full access to all episodes of Nick Talks, including some really awesome exclusive interviews with some fellow uh, people in the anime community on TikTok and such. So go to patreon.com slash Nikki Marina to check out the Vibranium tier so you can get access to all of those. But for now, enjoy these free episodes.